to the Illuminative Podcast Part 2. I am April Burnell Cleek, and I really wanted to do a Part 2. If you haven't listened to Part 1, go back and listen to it first, because I tell you a little bit about my story, why we're here on the Illuminated Podcast, and the purpose of it. But Part 2, I really wanted to get more personal. I wanted to take you deeper into my journey. I wanted to bring about transparency on why I started Illuminative more so than just the I am's that I'm going to teach you and changing the what you believe. Why do you believe what you believe? And why did I choose the I am statements? So what I want to do today is one, thank you for your emails and your encouragement and your social media following. And for sharing um, podcast one, it really means so much to me Uh, because it means that it's making a difference for you. It means that it spoke to your heart, which just makes me so happy. Hopefully by now you have your anthem song and you have your I am statements and you have your gratitude journals Uh, or maybe, you you know, join the Illuminative family. But, you know, please pass this on and continue to, to comment and give us feedback and ask questions. I'm an open book, thus we're having this part too. Because what I'm gonna do, what I'm about to share with you is me being very vulnerable and very transparent. But I've learned um, in seeing counselors and reading books and listening to podcasts is that transparency brings about healing. And so I, the more transparent I can be with you guys, my prayer is that the more transparent you can be, not only with yourself, but with your loved ones, friends, and other trusted people. So I'm gonna share with you the last 18 months and what I've been through, and really um, how Illuminative got started and why I'm doing this. It was about 18 months ago when I knew my marriage was over. It's actually probably before that, that I knew my marriage was over, but I'm one that will fight for anything. I'm one that believes for anything. And I tried really, really hard. I, uh, I tried multiple counselors. We tried multiple counselors. We tried fasting. We tried praying. We tried church counselors. Um, we tried different healing facilities. I really don't want to go too far into um, the problem in my marriage other than it was addiction. What is what ultimately ended my marriage? I'm not one to give up. So to, to walk away was a very, very difficult thing for me. But I... At that time, I, uh, we had four kids. I have four beautiful kids today. They are five, five. They're twins that are a boy and a girl. I have a little girl that's four and a two-year-old. And so, yes, I am now a sole, uh, I have sole custody and a single mom to four kids and, uh, and now have two companies. But they bring me so much joy and I have no regrets. But to break up the family and to walk away um, was not an easy decision. So about 18 months ago, I knew it was the right decision for a lot of reasons. So I woke up one morning and I went to my nanny and I said, she's been with me for the 
for five years so far. She helped me raise the kids. And I asked her, am I doing the right thing? And she said, Mrs. April, I knew this day would come and I prayed for you. Every day that I've been here, knowing that this would be the right decision for you and the kids. So I walked out the door, we packed up our bags and we left. It was in that moment where I realized I had to be brave. And so my statement for that moment was, I am brave. Oh, the next uh, several months felt like war to me. Um, I still say now, being divorced and overcoming it, that I'm still now healing my, my battle scars and my wounds. And it doesn't, make the, it doesn't mean that the pain goes away, but it's during those times of really difficult moments that you either cling to something that will make you unhealthy or you cling to something that will make you whole and healthy. For me, it was my relationship with God. I kept going back to him and every time I would go back to him, he would remind me who he was and he is the I am. Then I would remind myself, what does the I am mean to me? And every day I would wake up and figure out what I am statement was I gonna be that day for my kids, for my business, for myself, for my future. And I began practicing what I believed. And it became this incantation process. It became these statements that had to either make or break me. Well, I was in the process of surviving and remaking. And I truly attribute a lot of the I am statements to what got me to overcome one of the most difficult times in my whole life. And of those of you who have been divorced, they always say it's like the closest thing that you could get to hell. And, and I agree. Now, it's a process of grieving. You know, there's loss. I mean, I would say, you know, probably nothing's harder than, than a close death. And thankfully, I haven't really experienced it, but this loss was quite the death um, for me. And it made me feel like maybe I was giving up. Maybe I didn't put enough forth effort into it. But I knew that I knew that I was doing the right thing. Didn't make it easy. And there's always going to be times in our life where we know we have to do something. And it doesn't feel easy or it doesn't feel like it's going to be the right thing but you have this knowing when you have this peace but it's what is it that you believe that's going to get you to that next level well I began to have the vision of illuminative and as I began to have the vision of illuminative I thought to myself what do I want to do with my life and it was I want to share my if I could share my story create change and teach people how to create these I am statements to help them overcome some of the most difficult times in their life and how to get them to the place where they have the most magnificent time in their life, then that's what I would want to do. Because it's not just in a time of trouble, it's also in a time of excitement and season. And that's what Illuminative is doing, is that it's going to be exciting when we have that. So then I started practicing this with my children. And every night when we go to bed, we do our songs, we do our prayers, and then we do our I am statements. And it even gives me a chance to teach them what is influential, mom? What is bold? Why do you say enough? 
you know, and it's such a fun, sweet time with them because then when they get older, I want them to believe that, that they are powerful, that they are wonderful, that they are smart, that they are handsome, they are kind, they are loved. And so I'm teaching them now because it, life is life. We all know how life goes. Well, let me tell you how, uh, you know, I believe that there's sliding door moments. And actually, Richard Branson asked me um, and a bunch of us one time, we were down at Necker Island visiting her, his home down in the British Virgin Islands. And we're at dinner and he said, I have a question for everybody. Have you had a sliding door moment in your life? And would you share it with us? And he began to tell us how, you know, when you have a sliding door moment, it's when that door opens and you either walk through it or you don't. And if you walk through it, this is kind of what supernaturally happens for you. Or if you don't, you look back and you're like, I should have walked through that door. I should have walked through that door. Well, we have sliding door moments all the time um, in our life. I think it's just if we walk through them or not. Well, I had a sliding door moment um, in order to start Illuminative. I was invited um, for uh, a fundraiser for, it's called Big Change, and it's out of the UK, and um, it is uh, Richard and Holly and Sam, his son and daughter, as well as um, some friends and cousins and the princess Beatrice that started a foundation to make change within the UK and um, eventually making a global impact. Well, they created this fundraiser called the Strive Challenge. And it's this insane challenge that ultimately tries to break you to the point physically and mentally. Um, but what I have learned, and I'll talk about Strive on another episode, because you will think I'm crazy, or you can go and, uh, and read my blog in the past. But, um, but what happens is when you are giving everything that you have, and you think your body cannot go one more step, cannot run one more mile, cannot bicycle one more loop, you actually have 40% left in your tank. And that is scientifically proven. And what happens is you get to the breaking point where, again, your mind either has a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. There's a book called Mindset, Dr. Carol Dweck. And um, get it, because she teaches you how if you have a fixed mindset, you'll never grow. But if you hit that wall of like, I can't go on, you actually have 40% left and you can. And that's where the magic happens. That's where the growth happens. And that has happened to me on many times. So I sign up for these challenges because for some reason I want to punish myself with growing both physically and mentally, but then come that from, you know, emotional and spiritual. So I'm in Morocco, uh, let's say this past August, I believe, August or September of 2017. And right now we're into 2018 launching Illuminative. And there was 25 of us that got invited. Simon Sinek, I don't know if you guys know, know um, him, an amazing speaker and author, definitely download some of his um, stuff. Sarah Blakely, uh, the founder of Spanx, um, first or youngest female billionaire um, multiple years ago. Of course, Richard Branson and entrepreneurs from all over the world were there. So it's such a privilege for me to be there. Well, Susie Ma happened to be there, and you'll hear from her on one of our future podcasts, but she owns um, a direct sales company in the UK, 
And she began telling me about it. And I already knew that I had the idea of wanting to start a direct sales company because I wanted to have a company that was inviting and inclusive, that, that could you know, become this ripple effect. And that I, I really wanted to do. So uh, I began hearing about Susie's story and how she got started. And she would tell me about how it's the best job in the world because she sees lives getting changed, both financially and with friendships and, um, and a new future. So it was definitely confirmed at that moment that, okay, I've got to do this. So I told her, Susie, I, I have an idea. It's a direct sales company. This is what it is. And she said, I have to introduce you to my friend Peter. He's been doing this for 30 years. He can help you get started. He can launch the company, um, help you launch the company. So I quickly met with Peter. Uh, Peter caught the vision right away and said, April, it's time to do this. Well, I'm a single mom. I'm going through a very difficult divorce. I, um, all my money and finances are tied up. I was losing a lot of money at the time. And I'm actually going to pause right here because in podcast one, I shared with you guys the financial struggles. Well, they never, they never go away. My divorce cost me almost everything. Uh, financially and um, my well-being, it, it pretty much has almost cost my company um, because I couldn't, I couldn't nurture my company. I couldn't give it what I could because I was fighting this battle. I had to sell my land. I had to sell houses to pay my attorneys and the attorneys just kept taking and um, I'm not, I'm not blaming them, but it was a very difficult time financially. But thankfully I had the mental fortitude and the mental strength to know I would have immeasurably more than I could ever ask or imagine. But I'm not sitting here today telling you, oh yeah, once my company made millions of dollars and it was just easy breezy. I feel like I'm starting over, but I actually feel like this is my purpose and my calling and what I'm supposed to be doing. And so for that, I'm like so excited and so thankful because I feel like no matter, like I said, I have a dollar in my account or a thousand dollars in my account. What am I, what is my calling? What am I supposed to be doing? So I meet with Peter and Peter says, April, we've got to get this started. Well, I wasn't divorced at the time and everything is tied up in the divorce. And so um, I didn't know what to do. So I, I basically became paralyzed and, and didn't do anything. Well, I was talking to my best friend, Tiffany, one night and she was just telling me about life and transition for her and her husband and not knowing what's next. And it was as if I heard God's audible voice say, your time to start Illuminative is now. You're going to hire Tiffany's husband, Nick, to be the CEO. He's going to help carry forth this mission for you. And trust me that I will provide the finances. And Tiffany was in the middle of her sentence. I don't even remember what she was talking to that point. And I said, Tiffany, I have to have, you have to stop talking right now because I just heard God speak to me loud and clear. And I told her what I said. And she said, she began to kind of shake on the other line. And she said, okay, well, I'm going to go talk to Nick <laughs> and um, we'll call you back. Well, she um, ended up, I think, calling me back that night or maybe the next day. And she said, April, everything that you said to me for the last two years, Nick and I have been talking about. 
and creating and dreaming in our heads and what we would want to do and in our minds, but we didn't know why or how. And, and Tiffany and Nick at that time had owned a camp and a zip line and a canopy tour and a retreat center for 14 years that they had given birth to. So why would they give that up? But I believe a sliding door moment, everything happens. I was supposed to meet Susie in Morocco. I was supposed to be in Morocco. I was supposed to have that conversation with Peter who would hold our hand and walk us through. I was supposed to hire Nick to say, I'm listening. Now, Tiffany and Nick and I have been friends for 20 years, 20 years. So there's a lot of trust there, but who would say, yes, this is supposed to happen and I'll help you get there. And ever since then that we have been launched, um, launching the Illuminative, every single person keeps coming into the company at the right time to help with um, the funding, to help with the marketing, to help with the technology, to help with the growth. So I know that I know that no matter what you're going through, if you just can see the light at the end of the tunnel, whether it's a loss or a divorce or a sickness or a loss of a job, financial struggles, we all have it. I've been there. I've gone through infertility. I've gone through a divorce. I have four kids. I own two companies. It is not easy. However, I choose to, to create my I am statements every day. I choose to teach my brain to believe differently. I have my moments, call my moments of weakness. But what we wanna do here at Illuminative is create a family for you or where you have those moment of weaknesses. I have had many friends and family come and hold my arms up when I couldn't. So we wanna do that for you. We wanna hold your arms up and we want to say, come be a part of us. Follow us on the I Am Illuminative journey. Go to our website, get involved, listen to the podcast. Thank you for letting me be transparent with you guys. Thank you for understanding why I'm doing this. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.